Steelers Nation? What the hell's that, dude? Hey, I'm Obi That Dead, and we are drinking from the Guard Hose, your favorite podcast. Find us wherever you get your favorite podcasts, whether it's Apple or Spotify or Google Podcasts, if that's a thing. Download us, like us, share us with your friends, please. That would be cool. We appreciate that. And of course, we'd like to hear your feedback. So give us comments. Ed, how are you? I'm doing well, Obi. Uh, hot as heck outside. And I don't know about you, but the older I get, like each day, by the way, I get older each day, uh, I care more and more about the weather. Is that an old guy thing? What the hell is that? You know what? That could definitely be a cranky old man thing uh, that uh, the older you get, the more the weather just bothers you. No matter what the weather. Oh, it's a perfect day. Fuck this. Yeah. I pay I pay attention to how much it's going to rain. Then I get all nervous. It's going to rain too much and flood my house. But then when it doesn't rain enough, I'm all pissed that the goddamn weatherman was wrong and told me it was going to rain. So he got my anxiety up. But then I didn't have to. It's like I'm pissed about everything. Yeah. No, the weather is a, it's a very uh, stressful subject. Uh, absolutely. Or I'm going to be able to do this thing today. Uh, oh, I'll be able to get a, a softball game in today. I'm looking all week and then they cancel softball game and then the weather doesn't rain or, or they so don't that, cancel it. And then it's a thunderstorm all of a sudden. Absolutely. The weather just. Fucks yeah. Yeah. Well, it does. It does in general. And then you're like, oh, should I water the lawn today? Oh no, it's supposed to rain today. So you don't water the lawn and then it doesn't rain. And you're like, damn it. That's another day. I didn't water the lawn. But you also don't want to be that idiot because I make fun of I judge people all the time if their sprinklers are going and it's raining. I'm like, what an idiot. It's raining. Why is he watering his lawn? You don't want to be that guy. But Obi, the weather brings me to my topic that I wanted to talk about. And you talked about softball. So let's just talk right right there. Like weather is a big factor. You could have a tournament coming up and they could cancel the games because it's going to rain. And then it's a beautiful weekend. You're like, damn, we missed out on softball. Or you could be stuck out in the pouring rain or the freezing cold watching your kid play softball. So that's where weather goes into this. But, Obi, I had an experience this weekend I have to share with you. Okay. And I, and I am a little prepared for this. So we're going to talk. About, we are going to talk about your softball. And uh, I'm certainly going to compare it to uh, what a basketball parent deals with versus a softball parent because you get to live both those lives. And uh, we're going to find out which one of your children is your favorite. <laughs> so but the first but the first piece has nothing to do with it actually being softball it could be any travel event it could be dance competition could be travel basketball could be travel softball and it's this it's hotels Oof. so Oof. hotels in general are not a problem for me but i definitely have become spoiled as i've gotten older and i, and I have enough money to treat myself to nicer hotels from time to time. And I became acutely aware that my kids have also become spoiled because we stayed at a hotel this weekend. So here's the thing about travel. If, you, if you're not involved in travel sports, there's, there's the thing about staying with the team, right? So if you think about it, if there's a team of 15 girls, in which case this was this weekend, 15 girls, 15 families, you can't just go and say, oh, we're going to stay at the $400 a night hotel because that – eliminates some portion if not the entire team from staying together right so you it you know whoever's in charge of booking the hotel has to book a hotel that's 
borderline hourly. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to get make sure all the families can stay together, right? So, right. so we book a quality in for $190. First of all, $190 a night, which is freaking it's a ripoff, but I guess because okay. of the tournament, okay. whatever. It's a that ripoff. Ain't, that ain't a cheap hotel. No, and it's a quality in. So already you know going into it, you know you're overpaying, right? Right. So I pull I pull a boss move, I think. I'm looking at the the hotel, the the hotel, and you got a choice of and it was me, my wife, and my daughter going. And you got you could get two queen beds, you could get a king room with a sofa couch, uh, or you could get a king suite. For ten dollars more a night. Now I'm thinking I'm gonna pull the boss move and I'm gonna get the suite. I'm gonna be like the big swinging dick of the of the uh, team, right? right? I'm gonna get the king suite. Well, little did I know the king suite didn't have the sofa couch because they replaced it with a hot tub in the middle of the goddamn room. So <laughs> we walk into this room and immediately my daughter goes, "Where's my bed?" <laughs> she goes, "I ain't sleeping in that tub." So we determined that we had the farmer's honeymoon suite. Those are my 13-year-old daughter's uh, terminology. She then proceeds to look in the bathroom and go, I ain't showering in there. No way. That that tub's too dirty. <laughs> now, the tub wasn't dirty. It was just that, you know, maybe the grout lines weren't the cleanest, right? Right. Maybe there was peeling paint, bubbling paint. On the, you know, this was not a $200 a night hotel. There may have been ants. May have not been ants. I didn't see them. Alex says she saw them. And it was just one of those experiences, Obi, that you're just like, I just want to get the hell out of here as quickly as possible. Uh, Have you ever stayed in one of those hotels before? Yes. Yes, we have. And the thing is, I was was blind to it. Like, I, first of all, I've stayed in plenty of those hotels, but as an adult, only once and i was i kind of missed it i didn't even realize how i was i was super exhausted super tired because i was doing all the driving it was during the college tours uh with sammy and we had both boys with us you know how i feel about traveling with four people as opposed to just three so i was at my like wits end and um we had it was the hotel we were staying at in syracuse and at the end of the second day, my wife is continually complaining about the hotel. Like, what are you talking about? The breakfast is fine and there's a bed. And then she like starts taking me around the room and like, what are, where do all these crumbs in the corner of the room from? We didn't eat in here. What? Have you noticed that half of the, you know, half the lights literally don't work in this hotel room? She starts taking me around this place because I was oblivious to it absolutely missed it she's like look at the boys bedroom that they're using because it did have two it was oh my god it was horrific and it was like a rate it was like a regular brand like a hilton or a high like something not i mean not something you are expecting to be crazy expensive but you know uh, it wasn't the quality in it was a something hotel but it was just old and decrepit and my wife's uh Never has let me book a hotel since without finding the hotel, approving of the price, and then being like, honey, why don't you read up about this hotel? You know, I don't think Alex is going to let me book a hotel either because she was giving me crap about, oh, real smart, dad. You book a room with only one bed. What are you thinking? 
I mean, this is this is quotes get coming out of her when we first walk in there. I wanted to get out of there so bad. But what's really funny is driving up there. She's like, I can't believe we're staying at this quality in dad. You know, it's not a good hotel. Did you read the reviews? I said, no, I never read reviews in these situations because nothing good will come out of it. She goes, oh, yeah, well, maybe I'll read them to you while you're driving. <laughs> and she proceeds to read review after review after review. That is she goes, this is a two point two star hotel, dad. That's where we're going. <laughs> I mean, clearly setting. I said, but I got a suite. <laughs> and she's like, a suite? What's in a suite there? Come on, what do you so in any event? She it reminded me of this one time uh when I was just dating my wife. We went to uh great event. We we're going to the Jersey Show, we we're going to Wildwood actually, and we went down a day early, and the idea was go to Great Adventure and then just get a hotel somewhere and then go the next day to go to Wildwood. We ended up getting the honeymoon suite at this hotel somewhere near Jackson, New Jersey, somewhere in South Jersey. And it had mirrors on the ceiling, you know? So, I mean, now that was 20 something years ago, but this was only missing the mirrors on the ceiling, if you know what I'm saying. Yes, I know what you're saying. And, you... <laughs> and my 13 year old daughter still doesn't know why you would put a hot tub near the bed. She's kept asking, like, why would you put a hot tub here? I'm like, I don't know, Alex. And then I'm and then I'm winking at my wife. Wink, wink. <laughs> Can't wait for the game, sweetheart. We're gonna leave after six. No, like, hey, here's some quarters, kid. Go to the arcade. But there was no arc. But there was no arcade in this freaking hotel. Or a there pool. was there was a pool. There was a pool. It was an outdoor pool. Okay. But if you know, this past weekend was very hot and humid. Yeah, there was no shade, and uh, I wasn't swimming with all the girls softball players, so it was just not a, a place to hang out. So we went to the Foxwoods, and you know, tried to act like high rollers at Foxwoods, and acted like we had money there as opposed to at the Quality Inn. So, anyway, I wanted to just talk about if anybody else has had a shitty hotel experience, and this was my recent one. And I just have spoiled kids. I also know my older daughter Obi would not have stayed in that hotel; she would have walked out. She would have slept in the car. In the car? Somewhere, yes. And would have made my life miserable. Well, she would have also put a pillow on your face if you started snoring. So we know. You know, that's a great point. And so so anyway, the long story, my older daughter, we leave her home for the first time. She did great the first day. And then she got a sinus infection. And she was just in a lot of discomfort and my wife ended up going home a night early probably because she wanted to get we're like fighting over no i'll go home and take the sick kid no no i will go home and take the sick kid we had to get the hell out of that hotel but so it was just me and alex on the on saturday night and i asked her did i snore she goes i don't know i was sleeping i said well your sister says i wake her up but but one funny thing happened because we only had the king bed and and so alex slept in the king bed with me it's a big bed. She puts a sweatshirt in the middle of the bed and she says, do not cross. I said, sure, sweatshirt's going to keep me from crossing, but okay, I won't cross. But I'm woken up at three in the morning with a distinct pressure and pain coming from my mid-region. Her foot with her big toe and the uncut toenail is stuck into my, my midsection, let's just say. <laughs> and she's pushing on it because she has changed from being in a more vertical position like normal people's to being in a horizontal crossway. And I was in her way and she was trying to push me out of the way while she was sleeping. And I woke up and we put an end to that real quick. 
Well, because when she meant don't cross the line, she didn't mean the way up and down. She meant left and right. I you guess. only had a square of the bed. She Apparently. Had, Apparently. Yeah. I had great pain. But I don't snore when she's in the room, only when the older daughter is. Okay. We are establishing uh, the rules of the road here. Yes. Which you are going to have to obey for the next three years of softball and travel softball. Yeah, I think so. As long as they don't keep getting rained out. Because then... Guess what? She's supposed to play the 8 a.m. Eight, 8 game on Sunday, so we have to get up at 6 a.m. so that we can be on the road to be at the field an hour early for warm-ups. And it's raining when we wake up, but it wasn't raining where the field was, so we had to go through the whole thing of getting up, eating, getting dressed, getting in the car, driving. As we're driving, oh, game's rained out. It's now 6.45 in the morning on a Sunday. Might as well just go home. So let me ask you, so because uh, I did not do these travel team things, uh, when you do these travel team things, do you interact with the other parents at this hotel and talk about who would book this crap hotel? So, uh, you know, I so I've learned to read the room, right? So, no, you don't, because here's why. You never know where people are at, right? You, until you feel them out and you know you can be like, what the hell, you know? But some people... You got to recognize in life that people can only afford certain things, right? And some people it's stretching and some people it's not. So I've learned, I've told the story before, but ever since I was in the urinal in the bathroom next to this, my first CEO at my first job, and we were in the bathroom together and he looked at me and we just come from lunch. And he goes, well, if I knew we were going to be splitting the bill, I would have got more than a salad. I remember that day that you never know where other people's finances are at and you just keep your freaking mouth shut. So, no, I don't complain about that because I also know that someone had the hard choice of trying to get a good hotel that was affordable for everybody, right? So that you're going to have the people at the high end of the spectrum, the low end of the spectrum, and you got to accommodate all of them. So I, I just keep my mouth shut until I get on the podcast. Well, I mean, that's a good rule, especially the you don't know just because somebody, you know, it's not just what you earn, it's what you owe. And what decisions you made long ago that all weigh into what your situation is. So, yeah, that's a that's a that part's a pretty good rule. Um, I guess what I was thinking is, you may have known some of these parents well enough to know which ones to be like oh, another one of these hotels. But well, there was one guy that we were just it, it's you know you feel people out. So we were having a conversation the morning out. You know, it was after the first night staying in the hotel. And we're there before the game on Saturday morning. And, and, you know, just the way the conversation could go, you could tell he wasn't super excited about the hotel. So then you throw a kind of a softball out there like, hey, what do you think of the hotel? <laughs> you know, and they could say, it's awesome. Did you see the breakfast? And you're like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got to go over here, you know. But but when he goes, yeah, piece of shit, you're like, yeah, you're my guy. <laughs> like, so you just got to throw softball questions out there. Then you can, that's how you can feel people out. But. You can't be the first one to go and like complain about because you know you're bound to offend somebody, and that's not right. And there's no reason to offend somebody over over something like that. Right, right. Now, if we start talking about why your kid's playing second and mine's in the outfield, that's a reason to have an argument. Or why your kid actually gets in that bat at all <laughs> when they don't deserve to be on the field. And the fact is that my kid has to come out so your kid can get their one at bat. Yeah, yeah, we can talk about that, but we're not going to, I'm not going to make you feel bad about your hotel. Fair enough. So Obi on softball though. So then, you know, so we got home early uh, yesterday because of the rain 
And I had already complained about this once on this podcast about bats. You know, when we were growing up, you got a, I mean, if you got an aluminum bat, I don't know, maybe it was 50 bucks. Maybe, I mean, I understand it was a, a light years ago and with inflation, but still, let's say inflation means it's a hundred dollar bat. If you want a good bat, a good bat, and I say good bat, a bat that a girl feels comfortable going out in public and playing with, because um, I don't know how much better it hits the ball, but you're spending like $450 on a bat. Now, I've already talked about this. So that, whatever, I've already gone through that sticker shock. But yesterday, you know, uh, we had to go to um, Dick's Sporting Goods. Alex need to pick up shoes for volleyball because she's playing volleyball. Anyway, she goes, oh, we should take a mitts. Take a look at mitts. My mitts three years old, Dad. I, I need a new mitt. I'm like, well, yours works perfectly fine. And unless you're going to get a bigger mitt, I don't see the point. She goes, well, first of all, in softball, I have the biggest mitt. You can't get a bigger mitt. There's rules against it. I'm like, are you sure about that? And so she gives me some cockamamie thing. So, but, but you got to get this Rawlings glove. And she shows me this Rawlings glove up over on the wall. And it's like locked to the wall. And I'm like, oh shit, that's, that's a bad sign. I pick it up. It looks like any other mitt. Um, and it's $300. When did baseball gloves, softball gloves become $300? don't know but i do know this um i still have my childhood mitt so like yeah. i can't imagine that she needs a new mitt and that <laughs> and that and that may be why they're 300 because it's like you own unless you end up you know in the pros or maybe at college you only buy one so they gotta charge a lot for it so obi i that thought went through my head i was standing there at dicks like for 300 bucks this bad boy better last a lifetime and i know it will because again i still have a mitt from when i was a kid i get it they last forever but here's the thing about girls you don't know this because you have sons girls don't hold on to anything for a lifetime i mean I know this because every guy here who's our age has entered a relationship with a t-shirt they loved and kept that t-shirt until it turned into a rag while their spouse kept going, that shirt is garbage. Get rid of it. You're like, no, it's my favorite shirt. I'm going to keep this shirt. And, but there's a hole, there's a little hole. Nobody can see it, but you, I'm wearing my t-shirt. So yeah, I mean, I know it, but yeah. Yeah. So I know this $300 mitt is just like a two-year rental. It's a $150 rental because I got to buy another $300 mitt when she's a junior in high school. I already know this is how this plays out. And then when you when you give her that $1,000 because she went to FSU, uh, no, a golden red one also. But then, but then she throws the ultimate kicker to me after I know she'd want a new mitt in two years. So we get these volleyball sneakers. So that's the only thing we, oh, she also wanted a bucket of softballs, $130 for a bucket of softballs. We're like, we're not getting a bucket of softballs. Now, I will say the one thing about the bucket, not only did was it filled with softballs, the top had a pad on it. So when you sit on it, it's, you know, it doesn't hurt your, your rear end. But the kicker of this whole thing, which I think is hilarious, is we buy the volleyball shoes. Now, volleyball shoes do wear out. Like any shoes, running shoes wear out. Shoes, like even if they're in good condition, they're not in good condition because all the spring is at them. But be that as it may, I say, oh, so, you know, we'll probably have to get you volleyball shoes again next year. She's like, why? I could probably wear these a couple of years. I should start dying laughing in my own head because there's no way in hell she's not going to want the next model next year. No, no, no. no. I, I, I bought new wrestling shoes 
every year and those those do not get particularly worn year in and year out but yes of course you got it. no that's something you, she's not a new glove but new shoes i would uh, hey well, she's new to the, well she's not new to the sport thing that's a lie but and she's also not new to being a girl no obviously it's obviously like i mean today she's running around the house spraying me with this beach spray she got a bath and or bed bath and beyond or whatever bath and body works whatever and I'm like, I smell like a stripper now. She goes, no, you smell like the beach. I'm like, okay, same thing. And, you know, since we're talking about your kids, how is uh, how is she handling knowing this is her last summer with her sister for either of them? Halfway um, through it now. Well, let's not tell them. They might not know. They haven't acted like it's their last summer together. So okay. I think they're, I think they're both in denial. I act and, and I'm actually in denial too. Like, I don't like I don't know. There's like five weeks left before the older one goes off to college. And I haven't really not that I don't think about it, but, you know, I don't know. My I don't see my life changing at all, which it's going to change mightily, obviously. But I think. Yeah, so I get I get it. I think that the whole thing hits you when you drop your kid off. Like you you see this as you're growing, as you have kids and you see other people's kids go off to college and they tell you how hard it was when they dropped their kid off at college. And you're like, what are you, a loser? Like, like it's not a shock. You knew you were dropping your kid off at college. Like how, how's it a shock? I I'm starting to understand how that can be because I don't think anything's different. And then that day it's going to be very different. Okay. Yeah. I was not, I, I had to do it alone because of how far away he went and how much stuff we had to put in the car and the trip. It wasn't that big. It wasn't, wasn't a thing. I can tell you it wasn't a thing. Well, it wasn't a thing because it was a dad and a son, probably. 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 Yeah. I think a dad and a daughter and a mom. And a mom, no matter what. I oh, think she was. She, I mean, it was, it was the thing. <laughs> here was the thing. Every step of the two-day um, process, after every step, I had to call up at home and be like, here's what went down. This boring-ass shit went down. And then this thing happened. And then Oh, you had to report back? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I had to report constantly, constantly, constantly. Why didn't Why didn't you just let her go? Uh, because I wanted him to actually get to school and not be held. You know that would have been. A tr- I mean, it- I and you, I saw some scenes. Okay, I, I, I because what they did is they had us. This is what they did. It was a two day freshman orientation uh, where the kids moved into their rooms on one night. But the parents had stuff to do through two days. So, like, it gave them time to help move them in. There's like, a couple different moving in points. So, but the first thing before they move, you you move in, you drop your kid off at this one bus stop. And the kids go to this orientation. And the parents get taken to this the parent orientation. And there were some scenes there. There were some definite moments of uh, agony going on. Really? See, uh, it's interesting because they hadn't even moved the kid into the room yet. I got to think it's when I get all the, you know, first of all, I'm not going to be happy about probably the elevator will be broken off to carry all this crap up the stairs. I'll be sweating and then, you know, getting everything in there. And I'm sure I'll get yelled at because I put the stuff in the wrong spot. Like, I just know how this is all going to go. You know what? I am lying. I am misremembering. I shouldn't say lying because (laughs) my wife, that must've been something else. But there were where they did that because I now re- I now remember moving my son in, 
and then there not being a a a piece of furniture or my wife and he wanted a piece of furniture. So we went with him to like Home Depot or Kohl's and bought something. So uh I did go with her. I yeah, don't so, Okay. So I'm I'm dreading that. I'm dreading to have to run out to the store in the middle of the move in, right? That's like, a real thing. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like I you know, and I and I already have the thing, you know, hey, I only work 15 minutes away. I'll drop it off tomorrow when I go to work. <laughs> like anything to get out of it. But I still think so I, I know I'm gonna have to deal with that part, which is just normal normal right and then i just think when everything's dead we're just done i think we're just going to look around and go all right <laughs> see you later <laughs> and then i think it'll hit me yeah we took him to a really nice dinner and then we left yeah, I think I we'll, i'm hoping this goes quick and it could be a lunch i take her to if you know what i'm saying uh yeah well we were you know we had a it was a five-hour drive to his first school well, how much your drive is pretty long. No, an hour. It's an hour drive. See, that's the other thing is that she's only going to be an hour away. I don't think anybody's really thinking about, you know, this is it forever. Like we're thinking we'll see you next weekend. Right. Okay. Yeah. I think, and I think that's what's going to happen. I think we're going to see her next weekend. It'll be Labor Day weekend. It's a three-day weekend. I mean, I would think she's going to come home for the three-day weekend. Plus, the other thing is it's a Jersey school and Jersey kids are still like, commuter kids whether they live in the dorm even at Rutgers if you remember people went home every freaking weekend uh, yeah even people who lived off campus went home uh, you know enough weekends yeah, yeah. I mean so, it was not it was not a commuter school but people did go home on the week a lot of people went home on the weekend yeah. so I, I gotta think Montclair is gonna be the same way and I gotta think especially Labor Day weekend people are gonna get the hell out of Dodge so she'll be home like the next weekend so we'll see but so no the girls have not started to worry about that yet we'll see how that all plays out okay i also think there's a dynamic where you know you got the older one who is concerned about it right but the younger one's like licking her chops like yeah i got the house all to myself i'm gonna be in high school a big kid in the house yeah i think yeah what 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 yeah, what? yeah i think there's a lot of that going on in that young one's mind she's also you know she was also uh She's just built different, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, it's, it's the name. It sounds like, you know, something wrong with that name. Could be the name, could be the second born. I mean, I think I've heard this term retiring from parenting with your second and third kid, right? I think, yeah. me, and my, I think me and my wife might be retiring from parenting soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that 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 can happen. Uh, it's It happens here a little bit. But just, it's like, just get, just pass. Just graduate high school. Just, just get out of my house. Yeah. So you gotta do. All you gotta do. Low standards. Don't get in trouble with the law. Don't bring shame upon the family name. It will oh, be all right. I don't even. No, you can get. Don't get in trouble with the law because I can't bail you out and shame the family name all you want. Just leave. Leave. Nice, nice. Yeah. Now, Obi, did you get feedback on our last episode? I was shocked by the feedback I got. Uh, shock isn't the right word, but all I can say is from multiple sources I heard, yeah, no, no, there's nothing. There was you gave you set yourself up on an impossible task, even if it wasn't Ed. None of the songs that you could think of or I could think of, they would say, were better uh, than uh, than uh, Guns N' Roses. The oh, the most shocking feedback I got is somebody wrote back to me 
and they called Guns N' Roses the 90s band. I, I didn't even bother correcting them, you know, because I guess technically they, their second album was in the 90s. So what be what it will be. Uh yeah, that, that was uh that was the feedback. Ed, Ed was right, was the feedback, which I know there's lots of people listening right now who uh did not respond to us on this because Ed was right. And they're they're a little heartbroken that they didn't get to tell Ed he was an idiot. I can tell you 100% of the people who feel that way would never tell me that to my face, that's for sure. And they certainly didn't give me that feedback because my head is already not fitting on the Zoom screen right now um, because it is good to be right again. I, I would hold off on the again piece. But, you know, you were right. That was, that was impressive that, that nobody was able to, you know, I mean, even when we were talking, I was like not putting up much of an argument. I was going to need help for that assignment and nobody helped me because I what's, guess. What's best about that is you were really excited when you were teasing it. You thought for sure you could beat me. I thought for sure that there would be somebody would come up with a song that would do it. And uh Nobody even, you know, people gave suggestions, but no one's like, this is definitely better. I think what we really determined is that, yes, Appetite for Destruction is one of the 10 greatest albums of all time. And to try to beat, you know, soften that album is really an outrageous uh, thing to do. But I would not be one to argue that Appetite's one of the 10 greatest albums of all time anyway. So, you know. Smart, smart. And my boy Ed Sheeran last night uh, or two nights ago played in Detroit and he brought Eminem up on stage and they did a cover of Lose Yourself. I uh, mean, now that is the concert I should have been at. So, yeah, I saw that and I I don't know if you have the TikTok or not because I saw it on TikTok and I was going to share it with you. But I don't know if sharing something on TikTok is value. I don't know. I don't know what uh, platforms you use. So I, I don't use the TikTok. However... Um, apparently I must have an account because my kids share TikToks with me all the time and I'm able to view them. And that's how I saw the Ed Sheeran Eminem cover because it was a TikTok that was shared with me and I watched it. Okay. In two, so you, in two weeks, I'll be able to watch it on reels on Instagram, but I did, I did see the TikTok. So you're, you're, you're basically one of those. I have TikTok just to see what people send me. I view it and then I turn off my TikTok. I don't go to the next video. Yeah, I don't even know that I have TikTok, to be honest with you. I just know that I get a text message with a link in it. I click on it, and I'm able to watch it. Okay, you're literally, that that means you you have the app on your phone. And what you would do is then if you swipe up, you would see another video. But oh. still, And it works so, just like Reels. So that means China knows what I ate for dinner last night. China knew what you ate for dinner anyway. That information was sold to them by Facebook. Or Instagram, or Twitter, or Reels. Or Threads. You're on Threads, I thought. Yeah, Threads. Yeah, yeah, Threads. I'm on Threads. And by the way, I was so excited that I joined Threads early. I was only the 5,444,000th person to join it. But if you were to join Threads today, I think you'd be in the 90 million. So I am a kind of an early adopter there. Yeah, yeah. You jumped right on that. I saw. I was like, oh, Ed's got Threads. You're the only person I know who, I don't, I'd say this. There could be people listening who I know, and they have threads, but you're the only person who I am aware of of having threads at this point. Yeah, I still don't know what to do with it because it's not the most user-friendly if you're out there listening. I hope it replaces Twitter at some point, but we're not there yet. So I'm just holding my spot, my name, so no one can steal it and like impersonate me. Okay. 
All right. Well, we'll get it there. We'll get. We may be. You may see uh, Drinking from the Garden Hose on Thread soon enough. Not until we. Not not until they get to a hundred million. I, I think our goal is to have Drinking from the Garden Hose to be the one hundred millionth Threads user. Boom. Yes, that's it. And we'll win something for that. Oh, Zuckerberg has got to give us something, right, for that? Yeah. yeah. Good old Marty D. You never know. Yeah. Okay, because that wouldn't suck. And the charm is that we suck. I'm Obi. That's Ed. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Bye.